Beautiful morning to you then. Thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM. You're on to the show. Let's talk. It's another good day. It's another beautiful Monday. It is the 26th day of June 2023. We're slowly saying goodbye to June and entering into another new month. Well, hey, allow me to welcome you to another new dispensation and welcome to the show. Let's talk on your super favorite radio station, J101.9 FM. My name is Abigail Seaman. And um, we'll begin the conversations today. But before um, we go ahead and talk about um, the, the meat of today or what we are discussing of today, um, a few stories that we're following at the hour. Naira devaluation pushes up vehicles duties by 40%. Now the Central Bank of Nigeria and the Nigerian Customs Service have taken the ongoing foreign exchange reforms to the maritime sector with a 40% increase in the exchange rate used for calculating import duty. The NCS raised the exchange rate used for the calculation of import duty from 422.30 naira per dollar to 589 naira per dollar. Now, the development which has led to a corresponding 40% increase in import duty on imported cargoes, including vehicles, has angered operators in the maritime sector with clearing agents freight forwarders and importers calling for immediate reversal of the policy and stakeholders said the policy would lead to job losses in the maritime sector and a drastic fall in the number of imported vehicles. This, they said, could affect business and economic growth. And economists also said the government was insensitive, saying the policy was capable of affecting Nigerians negatively. Also, um, another story that we are following at the hour, which is the ministerial list, APC bigwigs intensify lobby. Now, former governors, senators, and other bigwigs in the All Progressive Congress APC have intensified lobbying for ministerial appointments from President Bola Tinubu. Um, it has indicated that some state chapters of the ruling party have already compiled names of persons nominated for ministerial slots, while others are still in the process. The list are set to be forwarded to the party's secretariat in Abuja for onward transmission to President Tinubu, who will decide on the short list and unveil the names of ministers and their portfolios anytime soon. Um, recall that the former president, uh, Mohamed Buhari, on March 17, 2023, assented to a bill mandating the president and governor to submit the names of persons nominated as ministers or commissioners within 60 days of taking the oath of office. And Buhari signed amend bills that mandate Tinubu to make cabinets within 60 days. And we would see how that happens. But today we're, we're looking at the security issues, not just in the country, but right here on the plateau. And um, we have someone who would help us do that. But before I introduce him, Emika Mwisi is right here. Emika, a lovely morning to you. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning to our listener. Our Monday mornings are, like we said before, not mornings that many people want, but they're, Monday, they're mornings or days that are important, you know, for the capitalist week. Like I often say, all the weekend, I saw some interesting stories. But the one that caught my attention was the economic conversations African leaders were having, uh, you know, in France, um, some of the, I'm looking for the right, some of the ideologies that were talked about, some of the being said, especially the idea that Africa is not a begging continent, that we should be treated with equality, and that the economic policies of the World Bank too many times does not treat Africa as equals. And I love those conversations. I very much love it when Africa takes her stand as a continent with independent ideas and mind. However, 
I think it is us as African leaders and as Africans putting the cart before the horse, demanding for equality from the international community when we as a people in our states, in our countries, do not do the same. Look at budgets of many African countries and the high level of corruption in those budgets. Look at the money spent compared to the lives of the people and there is a very huge disparity. If you are not going to do the simple things for your people, I think it makes no sense to go to international stages and look for equality. It's nice on paper, but again, it seems as though as Africans and as leaders, we, we want to forgive our incompetence too many times with high-sounding vocabularies and conversations. Amazing to be treated equals, but you treat your people as equal. You hear presidents, South African president, Uganda president, and you know, even some people in Nigeria say, oh, treat us as equals. When you come to the country, does the everyday person in your country feel as equal? Not once, not twice. We've seen African leaders get away with humongous amount of money, you know, looted from the treasuries and nothing happens. So again, while we demand respect from the international community as a continent, we need to respect ourselves too in treating our people right. We cannot continue to treat everyday African as nothing and expect some quote-unquote Westerner to make, us, to, to make us feel better. I think African leaders need to do better first as leaders in their country before demanding equality in terms of financial policies. Like I said before, it is amazing to demand those things because we do need them. But I think more than that, we can't put the carts before the horse. Let us fix our house first. When our house is fixed, then we'll be taken seriously. And one of the things that needs to be fixed, especially in this country, it has to do with security and in the state. And this morning we are joined by Miss, actually, Chief Elder. I'm, hope, I'm trying to pronounce the way well because he had, he had taught me how to pronounce okay. it. Eden and Usara, a lovely morning to you. Welcome to the show. He's Thank a security you. expert and the CEO of Executive Guards. A lovely morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to have you. Um, let's, let's begin the discussion. And uh, When people talk about security, when people talk about security architecture, they would always say put a square hole, square peg, I mean, in a square hole, put a round peg in, in a round hole. They, they say do, they have a lot of solutions um, to what's, how security should be tackled. And most of the times when we see some of these things, they don't really translate to what we want to see. We still see people lose their lives. We still see properties burnt. We still see people not being able to stay in their own homes. They, they're scattered um, ad- across the country. And for you, um, do you think that the square peg, square hole approach is what we need to tackle security, not just in the country, but also in the state? Uh, unfortunately, I, I, I have not seen any move uh, concerning security management uh, even with the new government in place what we've just seen is that people are being appointed left right and center mm. and which to me doesn't translate into anything security security architecture mm. if you are talking about security architecture you're talking about security strategy yes mm. the people that are going that are being appointed form part of that strategy but let me say this in 2015, when former President Buhari took over, uh, during his inauguration, he said all the service chiefs have been commanded to move to the theater of war, which uh, then was just only the Northeast, and particularly the Borono State. 
and uh, several stations, including channels, you know, uh, um, interviewed me. And I said that it, it, it was a nonsense of the whole thing because America is having wars everywhere in the world, and the Pentagon is the theater, is the real place. Where, that's the war room. Mm. You don't need to move people left, right, and center. It doesn't affect anything in the war. Anyway, uh, the, after eight years, I think we're worse off. Mm -hmm. Now, you're talking about appointing people. I don't have any problem. People are praising all the appointments are good and all that. Maybe because, you know, it's trying to maybe spread the appointment. Mm. But I've not, I'm yet to see any strategy as far as security management is concerned. Just last night, several people were killed in Katsina, and people have been killed in Plateau, people have been killed in, uh, uh, in Imo State, in Ebony. And so the thing is continuing. Mm. I've not seen any strategy. That's that's what I can say. So it's not about movement of people. Mm. You can move people. It's like you have uh, ten vehicles, and then today you decide you want to use this. Tomorrow you decide you want to use that. Mm -hmm. That you know it, it has something to do with the strategy. Uh, what I wanted, we can talk about the economy. We can talk about removal of fuel subsidy. Yeah. But what I wanted to hear was that instead of having Operation Seven, Operation Harding, Haki, Operation Crane. Swells, stuff, mm. which for me is like a peacekeeping forces in the different locations. Mm. We want to root out bandits anywhere in Nigeria. I'm giving my service chiefs three months to do that. Man, this thing will be over. So you, 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 you think you think that because they are not kept on a time frame. They, they become very lackadaisical and just sit and try as much as possible. Yeah, like what I'm saying, the strategy, mm. I, I, at least to the best of my knowledge, I've not heard any strategy, uh, anything strategy from the government. What we keep on hearing, and in your station, you have said before, uh, people use that word loosely. Uh, security architecture. Security architecture. It's, we're not talking about the architecture of a building. Mm. Uh, we, it's actually strategy. It has to do with the main. It has to do with the instruments. It has to do with the type of war you want to fight. Kinetic or non-kinetic, you know, it has to do with reining in, reining in. I mean, because, I mean, some of this, you know, uh, lawless people, mm. you can do anything about the economy when you don't fix the security of your country, forget it, man. You're just wasting that. So right now, do you think that as a country we understand what we are fighting against? I, 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 like I said, uh, when Buhari came, he said, well, people should move to Boron. And now the thing spread to everywhere. Mm. Uh, so like this one now, the government, like I said, the president is yet to say anything about, about the strategy that he has concerning you know, uh, how we're going to fight this insecurity. Because, remind you, I, 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 like I've said, mm. what has happened is that people have been appointed into, there have been a lot of changes. Yes. Which is okay. But, you know, for me, for me, it's the strategy I'm looking at. Mm. You, we want to stop banditry. It's something that can be done in, in, in actually weeks. Okay. Um, Why have you not forces to do that? Mm. Um, I was going to ask you, one yes. of the problems we've often heard, and not from experts, but from some people who are close, you know, monitors of the security system, yes. is that we have a very terrible intelligence system. Do you share such sentiment? Do you think we don't have enough intelligence to be able to tackle these things as and when we should? I, I, think, I think, again, uh, maybe when we're looking for excuses for some, some could I say, failures, because... Even this current government, like I said, they're appointing people. The chief of defense intelligence was even for the first time announced at the same time the service chiefs were being announced. Mm. Yes. We have the military intelligence. The army, they have their own. 
intelligence, a very major general in charge, the Air Force have, the Navy ha has, the police, and all the, not to talk about the secret police, the DSS. Mm -hmm. So we, it's the, it's the coordination, again, like I said, I wish we'll have a long time to speak about this. It is the strategy, and let me simplify it. We are not in short supply of intelligence because we have the best trend uh, of intelligence, uh, you know, professionals uh, among our services. Mm. That's not the problem, sir. Uh, what I'm saying is this. Let me simplify. You want to travel uh, to Abuja. You have your own vehicle, and you're going to spend about two weeks. Two weeks. Mm. I'm traveling to Abuja. I'm going maybe with my own vehicle too, but I'm going to spend just a day. You know what you will pack in your car will be different from mine. Yes, yes definitely. Right? Yes. The money you will drop at home if you're married it's will definitely be your own, yours will be bigger. Yes, because it's But if you, want, you don't yeah. want to behave, your wife can cause trouble for you as you want to leave. Yes. Okay, I'm just going to spend just a night. It, this is the kind of thing I'm talking about. If we have a strategy, this is what. We've only been hearing about how dollar is falling, how dollar, you know, is rising, and Naira and all that. Nothing is yet to be said about the present situation, the security uh, of uh, Nigeria and Nigerians. Another issue, um, this is one that seems to never go away, is that there is more of a political undertone to the problems than it is about the, you know, the availability of intelligence and you know, men to solve yes. this. Is it more a political issue in terms of us being unable to deal with this for the past God knows how long? Yes. Or do we just not have enough, like you said, strategy to fix it and we need probably external help to, you know, to mitigate these issues? I, I think I will uh, want to stand uh, by the side of maybe the political will uh, you know, to fight and to bring this nonsense to a stop. If you remember during the time of President Jonathan, uh, when General Yejirika was uh, Chief of Army Staff, and uh, the elections in 2015 was coming up, and uh, the general were, went on a, a fire shoot, and these guys were being reined in in Boron. Unfortunately, remember, the Boronu elders, they wrote to the United Nations, they wrote to the International Criminal Court of Justice, accusing Hegerika of uh, uh, targeting their people and killing them. If you remember, mm -hmm. the man, you know, I think since after then, I've not really seen a frontal war against these bandits and these terrorists, since after then. So you, you can say, yeah, political, um, you know, infractions. Because like I've said, we have enough men. Forget about the fact they will tell you shortage of men and all that. Because you see, when a governor or when even a senator or a House of Rep member, you know, is moving, you see the number of convoys of yes. uh, security mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. So if, if you don't have, so why, why this surplus? Mm -hmm. You know, so the, the, the truth of the matter, the thing is, it is the political, you know, uh, you know, willpower. And I'm yet to, to hear the president speak on how our security, internal security is going to be managed. I'm yet to hear. 
you know, but uh, forget about that. Well, what kind of statement are you expecting for him to say to be over, for him to say... Because I remember before the former president left office, I, yes. one of the things that he said was by the time he was leaving, the, the issue of security would be a forgotten story. No. And now that we have another new president, what, what are you expecting? No, the former president was always saying, I assure you, I assure you. So it was <laughs> part of the... You uh, know, the no, it wasn't the strategy I'm talking about. Mm. What, what I'm saying is this. Appointments have been made. Yes. Just the same way, you know, you 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 remove the central bank governor, you brought in new persons, and they have already now uh, started by like this morning. We're hearing that the custom duties is entering. You already forty yes, percent. Forty percent. And that's what I'm saying. What for us to say now? Our target is against bandits. Our target is against terrorists, and. Uh, we are going to rain on them. Uh, you know, sometimes you may hear some announcement that please will be operating in social area. So if you're a civilian, it's safe for you to move away from social environments because we're going on a combat. You can do that, sir. And then as people are trying to maybe move from one place to the other, then intelligence can come. You can know who's the real person and who's uh, a criminal. Yes. Mm. We've not, no fight has uh, started yet. I don't know, maybe you've, I've not heard any. Mm. Except that we're hearing reports of all these killings, killings. And all these uh, mm. going to churches and still killing people, going to homes and burning places. Coming to the state here in Plants yeah. State, yes. um, the killing seems to never want to stop. And over the last two, three Very weeks, um, it seems to have gotten worse. Mm. There are people who think that in dealing with issues, especially here in the plateau, there's a need to sit on a round table, to dialogue, to have a conversation. Well, there are others who believe that because of the incessant killings and the lack of respect for human lives, dialogue is a soft way to deal with it. Do you think dialogue is a strategy in dealing with insecurity here in Plato I, I don't. I don't really know who will, um, who will um, have the dialogue because, as uh, we are aware, the, the governors of our states don't have what it, it takes to handle any security situation in their states. No, you don't. That's no. the real. They, they, they are handicapped. Yes. That is the truth. And... Uh, for me, uh, I've been spent part of, a large part of my life in Plato. I feel very sad. I feel very sad. There are places you can't even travel to local governments that before. Uh, we go for weddings. We go for, you know, even if you follow your friend for, for a whole weekend and all that. You, we can't do that anymore. And unfortunately, unfortunately, and the governors are really not crying out, and which is the sad part of it. You can't tell somebody is the chief security officer of a state he can't even order a DPO to do anything. He can't. And that's the truth. And so if we still concentrate at security and make it a matter on the exclusive list, we have a problem. Even states that have gone ahead to set up their security you know, forces, they can't really harm the people. Mm. If you're going to you're setting up a... a Maybe security unit or whatever name you want to call them, and they are carrying double barrel gun or, or ding guns and then machetes. You know, I don't think uh, we we want to solve this problem. Uh, the the real t uh, talk should be uh, at the federal level, the governors and the president. 
I wanted to ask ask you if you say the conversations should be be between the governors and the president. Yes. Um, for the fact that you said that the governors are handicapped, yes. in another way to be able to combat. And I hope the, they know they are. I'm sure they know they are handicapped. But for a way to combat this issue, it's somebody who is living in the place will be able to tell, or whoever wears the shoe who can tell where it pinches. Yes. If you're not there, you really cannot say True. what happens. Yes. So are you of the opinion, or are you of this giving a suggestion that from the national, yeah. they allow the governors run their the affairs when it comes to security-wise, they run the affairs of their state without help in combating Yeah, insecurity. unfortunately, I don't see that happening. That would have been the best, that if you are a commander, you are a police uh, commissioner, you are, um, you are a DSS uh, director, you are a military commander in a state. Yes. Uh, we can, just the same way we are breaking things now and... Uh, Allowing states to do some things for them when it comes to the economy and all that. Yeah. Mm. You can allow the state governor, fine. If you are in my state, I'm your commander in chief, small commander, state commander in chief. So when I know, because I'm here, I know that in social local government, I know there are some people, criminals in social place, I can order you to raid the place at night. But that's all what is happening. The command structure is that before you even stand up here and say, you, even when uh, under an emergency situation. You, you have know, to wait for others from above. Yes, you know, so I, that's it. I would love to ask for the people who are listening, just for education's sake. Yes. The Nigerian police system, the security system, where the IGP is the one solely responsible for all the police, why was it constructed that way? Uh, because uh, when the military really came, when they got into enjoying political power. They did it that way to make sure that they secure their seats then in Lagos and before they moved to Abuja. Uh, but you know, before then, the, the native police authority had lots of power because the, the, the native police authorities then uh, were like uh, the army we have today. They were so powerful. No criminal will operate in a locality, you know, before you know it, they have stamped it out. But, you know, it's this issue of having a federation, a federation unit, Nigeria, move all the powers to, before, like I said, Lagos, yes. then now Abuja. That's where the problem is. And the governors, the governors, what one would have thought was that while they are fighting for economic freedom, for them to be able to take steps to make sure that they... They generate, you know, internal revenue, run their states, you know. I thought that asking for a kind of free hand mm. to handle this, not if, you know, like the last uh, president, you know, there were some states that the security units, outfits that they formed yes. were armed yes. and funded. And some states could not, could like, not we know, like, didn't have like Benway, like Benway, you mm. know. Yes. So, you know, no, I'm not talking about that kind of selective stuff. Yeah, and you know, in the southwest, when the governors had a meeting, okay, we're going to have Umatukun and, uh, and all that. And then, of course, the police came and said, no, you cannot carry this, you cannot carry that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember the governor of Undo State uh, ordering everyone to leave the forest yes. within, uh, I think it was two weeks. Yes, and then the then attorney general of the federation coming out to say he has no such right. And now you come to think about it. These guys are in the forest. 
You are not sending the, your, your, uh, the, uh, the army or the security the, forces the to go forest, to yes. them out. And the governor said, okay, fine. I'm going to use our native hunters, so, so you know, hunter. to clear the forest. And I'm, I'm giving a notice. If a genuine person thinks whatever you are doing inside the forest, come out. Because we're going to, right. you know, get, take the place over. And then a federal minister said, you have no such right. So this is what I'm talking about, the, the political power. And I, I wish that uh, the current president will come out. Make a pronouncement of this, on this matter. State governors, take the security of your state into your hands. And then for this time, if you like, you can make it within the next one year. We want you, know, you to have control over the commissioners. It can be done. You know, not everything we talk about changing the constitution. Mm-hmm. It's about life. And, uh, of course, we know that the number one duty of any government anywhere in the world is the safety of uh, its people. Mm. But, for, like I've said, I've not seen any strategy that we can talk about. Because if there are, we, 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 we will now be saying well, what will be the outcomes if this route is followed, if this other strategy is followed, if this one is followed. Now we'll be talking about outcomes. But for, for me, there's nothing for me to talk about. I think, as you mentioned, one of the only strategies that we have seen so far and when it comes to security is always the place of dialogue. And sometimes we don't see it even being very effective that you go and you say, oh, let's, let's try to mitigate between um, two people and then try to get them to be at the same point. And I, as you were talking, you were talking about the outcomes of some of these yeah, things. Yeah. And we have seen so far that when it comes to dialogue, it has not really made any impact. We've seen um, some people um, also states declare curfews as a way of um, trying to downsdown down tension, but we still see at the end of the day, things happen, killings still go on. Are there other strategies that can be put in place? I, I, I don't know. No, like, let's take, let me take the one you've just said. Yes. Um, that, you know, I hear all that. The former state government here, you hear people talking about peace commission and all that. I don't have, I'm a security, you know, uh, consultant, so yeah. my my area. I'm not into peace commission. Mm-hmm. Uh, the truth of the matter is that dialogue with who you caught a rapist, and you say, okay, Next off. we want to you don't don't continue raping, you know, our women and our girls, and you come less dialogue. It, do, does that make sense? Mm. It, ideally, does it? Sense. No. So what are you talking about? You are having some outlaws, mm. some non-state actors. Burning down villages, killing people. I don't. I don't know which is it. Is, uh, are those the people you want to? So some 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 of some yeah. some arguments is that the underlying factors behind their actions yeah. should be dealt with before them use the word going full force against them. That they do. They are not just again. They are not acting out of um, impracticality. There are some unscrupulous, you know, some unresolved issues behind their actions. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, let me be very frank, you know, the whatever, if we're to have a very good system, for instance, you come in, maybe into my bands and stole some yams, the law, and you are caught, the law should punish you, not me. Yes. Mm, yes, ideally. Um, you rustle someone's cattle and you are caught. The law should punish you, not the owner of the cattle. No. Mm. 
Now, if you take your cattle to someone's land to destroy crops, the law should punish you, not the owner of the land, of course, the farm. You see, all those things we're talking about, we don't want to solve the problem. Uh, what we, if you want to say, oh, because there are some underlying things, that you are encouraging self-help. Mm. Strengthen the law. Strengthen the system. These matters go on their own. But I don't think from what, you know, now, because if you want to talk about underlying stuff, when you go to a village and then you kill a two-year-old, you, you kill a pregnant woman, you kill a 90-year-old man, are you saying, if you want to, you know, people talk about the prisons or whatever, are you saying those are the people that uh, did whatever against you? So I think it's a total breakdown of uh, a system that we are having, you know. Because if the system were to be working, you do anything that the law frowns at, you are punished. I don't need self-help. You don't need self-help. So what we are seeing now is that whether you are going on attack or counter-attack, is a situation that we need to look at the system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do we fix the system? Because it seems like we have a broken one. And that's what I've said. The governors, the governors, not just one. The governors. Because I don't know of any state that uh, you are not hearing mourning and crying uh, every day. Mm. I don't know of any. So it's the governors. This, this for me, they should leave economy first. Handle the security matter. Economy will bounce back. Imagine a place like Plateau. What kind of economy are you talking about when the land is, 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 is waiting to, to yield, you know, its content, you know? But the farmers can't go to the farm, mm. isn't it? Yes. It's, 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 an, it's an irony. What economy do you need if all the lands that are available in Plateau are being planted? They will make food surplus for not just Nigeria. The whole of West Africa. And then the money will come in, in dollars. But when the farmers can't go, even to neighboring you know, farms, for fear of being killed. So uh, which, which economy are you talking about? Because in Plato, you want to talk about, you want to market what you have. It's what God has given the state mm. uh, in the farmlands. But the security situation doesn't allow those who have the skill to bring out these yields to go to the farm. So which one should come first? Security. And the same thing every other state. And like I said, I've not seen a strategy towards that. So Outside we, appointments of people. Um, I have to question. The yes. first one is here in the plateau. Yes, sir. Is a state of emergency a necessity in dealing with this head-on? And two, for Nigeria as a whole, Given our inability to solve the problem, and like we said, the political um, lack of political will to deal with this, is seeking for help from international community a viable solution to all of this? Uh, number one, the idea of um, declaring um, curfews instead of emergency. Um, in normal situations, such a strategy is taken to be able to get in. That's you're making everyone, like the army would say, as wire, stay where you are. And so then the security forces will now get into that place and then mop up the area. Yes. Take out the bad boys. 
that's supposed to be the purpose. But we know in our situation, coffee will be declared, and that's the time some those who are used to killing will, you know, do more. Still come out and kill, yes. You know, so the normal people are in their homes, and they are caught like uh, snails are being picked from snail farms. Very sad. So when you declare coffee, do you have, what is the purpose of the coffee? People should stay indoors. There's some kind of outbreak of, uh, of, of a crisis. You want to uh, nip it on the board. Yes. So people stay where you are. And then now the security forces That's now I mean. are the only people allowed to move. Yes. And so, you know, they can move to you wherever you are hiding because by this time there's a curfew. If you can't pass, around. nobody should pass. Mm. In fact, for you to even come uh, make an attempt to to drive around or to move around, okay, you now expose yourself. When we pick you, well, of course, we interrogate you. You know. Then the other one, to give outside help. Uh, if we can be borrowing money like uh, the last government was doing, left, right, and center, what uh, stops us from uh, if we have need in this? Like I said, this is more critical than anything we... Let's forget about all the jargons that speak about economy. No economy will prosper in the kind of situation we are in Nigeria. For you to travel from one state to the other, you need God to protect you. You, you, some, you Many people will live in council. Yes. So you, if uh, we can be borrowing money, if we can uh, be doing all those other things in, in, in the name of trying to make our economy to flourish, which I don't see, most of these expats, those with the uh, foreign direct investment, that will want to come in with their money and invest in our states, when they read what is going on, that sometimes these bandits go to uh, maybe a construction site and pick these expatriates and all that. Nobody will want to come with this our money. So we, I think that we should, even if means seeking for outside help, you know, in terms of equipment, in terms of the expertise, in terms of, you know, uh, consultants, advisors. What's what? I mean, to, I think for me that's far, far better. But like I said, this, all this situation we're talking about could be handled in a matter of months if we're serious. Talking about in a matter of months, um, sometimes when we see some of these things happen, it's because we do not put a time frame to when we want something done. Yeah, yeah. We've seen the appointments, as you mentioned, of the service chiefs, and you you have said, yes, beautiful, we have those people there. It's one step, but it has not been able to combat the issue that we have. Yeah. So right now, um, from your own side, as the security consultant, yeah. they are now into office, and I was seen in the news today that they have not actually been sworn in because of the holidays. We're going to be entering into holidays pretty soon. So when, as as when they get appointed fully and start to work, what would be the time frame? Because sometimes people have said for things like this, it's not really to quick fixes. We need to think about it strategically and be able to come up with possible solutions. No, no, no I don't believe in that. Because if your house is on fire, you don't tell me you want to have a meeting first before you start to look no, for you water. No, you don't. You just start pouring water. <laughs> you know, that's, you you know, don't, you're not testing the water. I don't, I don't oh, understand. Is it, exactly. Is it clean? Yeah, yeah. Does it have enough you oxygen? <laughs> You don't even, you don't, you know, you, somebody has run to, to the fire service, but you already, people are fighting, your neighbors are fighting the mm -hmm. fire. So w what I, I think they have all taken over, all of them. The last one was a naval uh, man. Uh, you know, they have all taken over. And what one would have um, um, uh, preferred to see, like I've said, yes. is a commander-in-chief that needs to give them the, the order. The order, man. Mm -hmm. that's, that's it. 
those guys, many of them, I mean, almost all of them are uh, good to go. They are nice, nice people, professionally, excellent. I don't have a problem with that. But, you know, you can, uh, let me say, you can have a very good driver, somebody with experience, 20 years old, I mean, I mean 20 years as a driver, very good. He has driven everywhere in Nigeria, even going to Kotonou to bring uh, Tokumbo vehicles. And then you now you employ him. And you are giving him a, a Jetta vehicle that uh, has been used on Nigerian roads for 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, you know that that guy, <laughs> he, he can't take you to even Abuja. Uh, we may have these fine, fine officers being appointed, but the president needs to come out. That's, that's, you know, if he breaks fire, uh, even the the non-state actors will know this That's man is serious. This man is serious, though. Mm. He's serious. You know, this is like I said, so that you don't say, oh, we were wrongly attacked. The military can come. We're operating in so, 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 local governments, and people should please um, uh, know that their movements uh, need to be curtailed uh, so that they don't come under the line of fire. Mm. You can do that, sir. From, from what you've seen of the president yes. in the last few weeks he's been in office, do you think he has? Has he shown any sign of having the political will to speak out, and not just speak out like you said, um, I assure you, but speak out decisively against the system? Yeah. Or is he still, like we often say, still embroiled and wrapped around the fingers uh, of his um, Unfortunately, I'm, I'm a security consultant, I'm not a psychologist, so I may not know what is playing out in his mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say we, some of us are waiting, you know, to see the direction, the security direction, and then we can be able to speak. But like I said, we have, we have, uh, uh, you know, our armed forces, there are many of them, many of them, highly skilled skills, uh, skilled people, you know, high-tech high professionals. But what we need now is for the flow, the order, and which can only come from their commander-in-chief or our commander-in-chief. Mm -hmm. But you see, I can, we cannot predict what, you know, if, if the president comes, he's talking about the economy, he's talking about the Naira, he's talking about dollars, and, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, because you won't stop talking about it. Today, the Naira will fall. Tomorrow, it may rise by one, one cent, mm. and then, you know, we, you know uh, we clap, and then next tomorrow, it falls again. It, it's enough to occupy any normal person, yes. and sadly. But what I'm saying is that, for me, I think the first thing to have taken a go would have been... Uh, on the issue of security. We, we People are saying, oh, our petrol was being taken to Cameroon, because taken to Benin Republic, taken yeah. to places to be sold. Why that? Security. With all the security people that we have? Mm. So for me, you, you know, you, you, you don't, you know, there are things that the first, first thing first, mm. the, the economy first. would depend on the security situation of the country. Our well-being, our general well-being, sir, because, like I've said, if you take go state by state, a state like Plato can't do well if people are not on the farm. Mm. That's what God gave to the state in abundance. If people are afraid, locals are afraid to go to the farm. So, what what do you think will happen to food prices? 
All right. We'll we'll open the phone lines now for our callers to be a part of the conversation. www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss. Head on down and drop in your comments and also on Twitter at JFM Joss. Be a part of the conversation this morning 090 55 6666 or 08121877777. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. I'll take it again 090 55 or 08121877. Hello, good morning. Good morning, my presenter. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling I'm us Sir from? I'm from Bukulokos. All right, Sir Lucky, go ahead. Uh, Greet to my greeting to the guest at West Booking Analysis. In fact, I totally agree with our guest in terms of for us to have a standard economy, we need to have a standard quality system. And I totally agree with you when you talk about institutions of the government. Most of the same plateau state here, mm-hmm. even the federal level under Wadi, there was no facility in attacking the insecurity. Let me give you one instance. This state, the law has made a, 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 law, a kind of a, a law, constitution, mm-hmm. that is uh, anti grazing uh, law. Yes. Uh, that anti grazing law, for the past five, five or sorry, three months, or three, or three years, or four, two years, it was fine. Mm-hmm. Do you see anybody being prosecuted? As I'm talking to you, for the past four years, we are talking about 45 villages have been grabbed by invaders. Are they not seeing it? Is government not seeing them? Even the commissioners, they go to this place, they pass, they, they see it. The security men see it. Whether or not, whether or not they're prosecuted. So this will tell you that that's high services, propaganda. Are you getting my point? And I'm telling you, our leaders are just playing politics with our lives. And that is not the problem. And you, you discover again, the same like two years ago or last year, civil defense, they went and watched a, a, a group called uh, for, um, uh, uh, Forest Strike or Forest uh, Guide. Yes. What are they? Mm. That people being in the, in the forest, people being here and mountain, and they are attack people and they will not apprehend them. Mm. So they just do it for icing, for activists. All right. I, I want to conclude by saying that, yes, this time around, Tinubu should try his possible best. All the services to try to see that and expose the forces of this economy. Mm. They have forces. They are since that the former government, they are both them all, they are their friends. Right. At the same time, I want to ask our governor here to encourage community policing. Let us make sure we we'll have this contact and our youth to be strong in the villages. That's what I do in Niger Delta. Go to my place in the door of Delta. Go and tell the happening there. They empower the youth. They, are, they get to the power. They are in the forest. They are in the everywhere. They are in the city. Or in town, guiding. And people pay them for it. Mm. I think we must, because the government cannot handle it from all indications. Mm. They should help. And those people will help us also to give information to security agents right. to trap these people who are killing people. I think it will help us a lot if we can do that. Right. Thank you and God bless you. Thank you so much, Saloki, for your contribution. 09055666699 or 08121877777 and be a part of the conversation on our social media platform www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you very much, Pastor Eric from Refuge here in Jos. I am Pastor Eric. Go ahead. I greet your guest there. You see, one major issue, like your guest has said, born on the state and many other of the country, is the issue of insecurity. And I think as Mr. President came on board, the focus supposed to be 
on this leg that is creating a serious problem to the citizens of the country. Benue cannot go to the farm. Uh, Plato cannot go to the farm. And many other parts of the country are dealing with this issue. Uh, like your last caller said, the political class and their agencies, whether the military, the police, mm. and all the agencies of security have uh, done this issue, treated it with creed blow. It's not acceptance in any country that you will be losing your citizen in mass. The last killings in Mangu, Riom, and the many other parts of the state, the, 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 the people who are being attacked and escaped from the danger zones to the city centers say that those who attack them use drones. And we need security people to investigate these things coming from those who have been attacked, places that have been attacked in the state. Mm. We need these things to be investigated. Then no. uh, uh, the, the, the aspect of issue of removal of subsidy and uh, how Nigerians are facing trouble, trauma in all aspects. I think the president should look into the right, so. my, my, my major fear is that... So you have to help us wrap up your child so that yes, others can call in. Right. Those who are corrupt cannot be able to fight this issue of, of corruption. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the, 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 the corruption is created by them, and this is what is paying them. Mm-hmm. Therefore, every government office is to the citizens, it's also to them, because they don't buy fuel. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for your contribution. Have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. It's uh, Radio Mama, I don't know, calling from Lancia. Radio Mama, good go morning ahead. to our guests. I mean, um, your guests have said it all. As far as I'm concerned, the TDB-led administration should focus on tackling the issue of insecurity. If this is achieved, every other thing will gradually start falling in place. Mm. There's lack of political will to fight the insurgents. And then again, uh, uh, why can't FD you know, recruit uh, armed men that will now go and man all the forests nationwide? Let them come the forest and flush out all the uh, criminals living there. They are, they are reluctant to do that. Then again, <clears throat> well, another thing that uh, comes to my mind is that those places are ungoverned places. That's the, the problem we have. And I, I find it ridiculous when they keep saying the government in power will be telling us there are so many ungoverned places. What is their duty? Is it, is it not to govern it? Mm. Then uh, let us practice fiscal federalism, mm. which will now pave way for state police. I have checked. The last time I checked, there is no country in the world practicing the kind of federalism we say we are practicing. That is sometimes otherwise known as restructuring. So that uh, most crimes, most crimes are local. So the 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 that is the tackling insecurity will now trickle down to the local government areas. Yeah. And another thing again is to pursue it from a socioeconomic view, viewpoint. Mm. I can't understand how the government will keep on. They want on the first of July now they tariff on a, uh, on a electricity. Oh, electricity. Uh, yes. But but again, it's on a diesel and all the all that you know. Impoverishing mm-hmm. people. We are already one, over 130 million Nigerians are already suffering from a, that's a multi-dimensional I mean, a, poverty. poverty. Yeah. And, then, and then you now want to increase it. Is it like digging a new hole to form an old one? Mm-hmm. Crime. They are so, they are, don't ask sociologists. They are certain sociological induced crime. 
So if they don't address those issues, it will make more people to be criminals. Right. So I don't understand. In fact, I don't. This is the I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. I've lost hope in this Tinubu uh, uh, administration. It's not about the appointing a, a, a spread in, in the in the district yeah. in, in, in the appointment. That's not the issue. Mm. But all the same, let's not give up on Nigeria. It's a different Thank you so much, Radio Mama. The last call we will be taking for today. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. This is Solomon Atangas. I'm calling from Judges for the place. All right, Solomon, go ahead. Thank, thank you very much. Honestly, my only a little observation that I just to make. You see, I, our president is not in town. He went for a meeting in Paris. Mm. In, that's in France. Yes. After that, he proceeded to, to whether UK or London. So so I just wish that our president would not be like the former post. Because we need people that will travel, not people that will be traveling, traveling, and money is going. Mm. Where well, do we Nigeria get such money for people to be rolling up and down with it? There's a lot of challenge of insecurity in this country. If person is around, if hearing this thing, as knowing where, where all these things is happening, at least he will, he will concentrate and know how to fight it. Yeah. And another thing that they said in the headline today that the UK are interested to see our ministers. I said, maybe that's interesting. I don't know which um, which 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 assistance they want to give Nigeria if if Tinubu should appoint its minister so that they will start work. Mm. But I wish that uh, it's not a politics that will just say something in the headlines, and the reality is not like that. Right. So I wish Nigeria should stand strong and then face the challenge that is uh, ahead of us, so that we all win the battle together. Thank you very much. Thank, Have a nice day. thank you so much for your contribution. We'll head on to our social media page for your comments. On Facebook, Dimas Bala says, It is very hard to tell people to be patient with this administration since they just came on board. I am sure Muftuang will do the needful. In fact, I advocate for loan so he can bring back Operation Rainbow as fast as possible because it is an emergency. And he says, may Muftuang succeed and Tinobu excel. Comrade Dawash Longat says, the way forward is if the government will do the needful by giving justice to the people who have been killed, those whose properties and houses has been put burnt, justice to the people of Plata State, then the insecurity will come to an end. But let's continue to pray for our dear governor for divine wisdom and knowledge from God to tackle the insecurity and unite Plattis states because you are seriously divided. Sunday Moses Evi Evi says, For the federal government to address insecurities, there must be justice. We should be able to identify the people terrorizing our communities. The real enemies, Governor Kele Mutuang, should not focus his appointments on one tribe because this is what destroyed PDP in 2015, he says. Comrade Yusuf Bitru says, humanly speaking, bringing an end to insecurity in this country is impossible, he says. But with God, all things are possible. Let's not be pessimistic or give up hope. But instead, let's continue praying for the president, governors, and the security men. With God on our side, victory is certain. Good morning. Good morning to you too. Mark Dachong says, Buhari promised Nigerians that he's going to fight insecurity in the country. But what did we see? is that terrorists and the bandits became were forgiven and rehabilitated, then paid and repented, and they were repented. Um, he also says he has not seen any terrorists or bandits prosecuted and they arrested Namdi Kanu in Benin Republic. Why not sue on others? 
Phil. Kuka Factors Gowon says, I want to know the effort that Mr. Governor has shown far as you said. The problem going on in Plateau State is religion, he says, but we refuse to understand that passing blames on our brothers and sisters in different political parties. We need to unite to fight common enemies destroying us. Nuruddin Ibrahim Muhammad says, equal rights and justice to both sides remains the only solution to the unrest and he says repatriate invaders to their original location can the guests elaborate on that um okay it's g-man says what effort has the state government made and finally ponshak nenman says the only solution that i think is unity and before we go um chief elder Edinen, if you've got um, comments on some of the callers and some of the comments that we have read today on the show. Uh, I will say I agree with them. Um, security should be the number one mm. before we talk about going to France, before we talk about going to any other place about the economy. The economy will not flourish except the security situation is properly handled. And... Um, uh, I mean, when we come down to plateau, like I've said, uh, the governor is handicapped in the sense that um, for him to be able to successfully handle the security situation in the state, there must be a shift uh, on the federal government side. You know, there must be, you know, help from the federal government. And um, it's a very serious matter. Because, like, people talk about Operation Rainbow. I, I don't know how effective they've been. Mm. I don't know. You know, uh, I'm not into the, you know, agreeing uh, with people who just talk about get state police and all that. You can get all those kind of structures. Yeah. If the ability to be able to confront uh, the enemy in the forest, in the middle of the bush, is not there, you've not done anything. You also... Uh, and sometimes we also want to waste the life of some young people. Uh, even in boxing, you don't just, okay, I'm a boxer, this one is a boxer. No, they, they take weights. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they take weights because, uh, I mean, if the other man is weighing about uh, 200, uh, maybe 300 pounds, and then you are going with 100 pounds, you, you want beat, you you one, one blow. <laughs> so what I'm saying is that the, the, the state governors need to unite and confront the federal government and ask for some shift, you know, so I can, if I'm actually the chief security officer in my state, I should be able to call the military commander in that my state to say, look, so-so local government is being taken over by some non-state actors. I want you to finish that area and unclear it. All right. If the state governor can't do that, I don't, I don't know which kind of chief security officer he is. I want to thank you so much, sir, for coming on the show where we have to pay some bills. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. This was Let's Talk on your Super Feel Good Radio Station, J101.9 FM. Come 10 o'clock, the news. Keep your dice locked on. Good morning.